Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to Happiness Created, episode 28. I'm Cecilia, your host, and today we're going to talk all about love. It is Valentine's Day if you're listening in real time, and I'm going to give you some truths and myths about love. But first, I want to give you a personal and professional update. So we're on episode 28, which blows my mind entirely. I've been showing up and you've been showing up for over six months, and it's amazing what happens when you just keep showing up and something is working. For a while in my history, I taught cooking lessons. And every time I came to this, it was at a little cooking shop and it was more like a cooking demo. So people would watch and I would cook them food and they got to have dinner and I would just talk and we'd chat over this whole lesson kind of thing. And every time I did this and people showed up, I was entirely just baffled and blown away. Maybe not baffled, that's not the right word, but I was just blown away and so thankful that they came because then I had the opportunity to cook for them and to talk and to share wisdom and just hang out together. And I feel the same way about this podcast. I can imagine you showing up. I imagine how I feel about the people that I listen to their podcasts. And I just really appreciate that you've been here. The fact that you show up and the fact that I show up makes this whole thing possible, plus all the amazing people who've edited and gotten this thing out every week. So last year was all about births for me. I birthed my own business, I birthed a podcast, and I birthed a baby. So I had three big births. And I gave myself the permission to try many, many things, to dabble and do things imperfectly and try out reels and social media and this podcast. I fully embraced the beta over better approach. I engaged in massive action over passive action. So, you know, doing over thinking and planning. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about my message. I learned so much about the folks that I work with. And it's really been amazing. And I like podcasting. I learned that. And I also learned that happiness probably isn't my niche. I really love happiness, but it's not maybe the thing that I should be focused on. It's not the thing I should be talking about. So this is my last episode of Happiness Created. If you love the content or maybe just my voice, don't worry, I'll be back and I'll be focused more on self-discipline and creating powerful habits without shame and judgment in your life. You know, the kind of habits that really can change how you see yourself and change how you are in the world. So if you struggle with self-sabotage or shaming yourself or want to create habits in your life, anything from working out and morning routines to saying no at work or not yelling at your kids, watch this space. If you want to stay in touch, I'm still active on Instagram and I send emails a few times a week. So look in the show notes and go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter if you're not already on it. Or if you are on Instagram, come follow me there. Or if you're on Facebook, but on Instagram, you can always look for me there and ask to be my friend. Thank you so much. It's really been such a pleasure. I can't wait to be back with a new focus and offering you even more value that you can implement in your life. So with that being said, now we are going to dive into love. We're talking all about myths and truths, I said. I'm going to sprinkle in them across just me talking. 
Again, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. A few days ago, I hosted a workshop about love and self-discipline in your brain. If you click the link in the show notes, I'll send you a replay. It was really great. And if you're interested in self-love or if you listen to this episode and you think, wow, I'd like to learn more about this, then click through. I'll send you a replay. And also, I am recovering from a cold, so apologies for my voice. I hope it's okay. All right, so here are some truths and myths. The first truth is that love is a feeling. And if you've been listening or paying attention, feelings are created by your thoughts. So you can create love with your thoughts. In fact, love as a feeling is only created by your thoughts. Love is never created by something outside of you, never by something someone does or says. It's always by thoughts in your brain. This is really important because it relates to the first myth. So myth number one is that love is out of your control. Our vernacular around love makes it seem like this mysterious force in the universe, right? I fell in love. I was struck by love. It was love at first sight. Sparks flew. You can't help who you love. You guys, love is not out of your control. Love is entirely within your control. And it goes back to your thoughts, that first truth. The thoughts you have about someone or something are all that creates the feelings of love in your body. I know it doesn't sound as splashy and fun and romantic, but that's where they come from. And this leads us to the second truth, and that's love is a choice. One of the most powerful things that I've learned when I started eating intuitively and processing my emotions is that I didn't need to get my entertainment from food. I can get it from my brain, from conversation, from the location, and sometimes the food, but I can choose when that happens. The same thing is true about love. You can choose who you love and what you love, and love doesn't need to be the source of entertainment in your life, the source of drama. It can be the source of grounding. It doesn't need to be splashy. So going back to the truth, I think it was the first truth that love is a thought in your brain. You control your thoughts, or you control a lot of them, not all of them. You can at least interact with them in a really conscious and intentional way. And so you get to choose who you love and what you love, and when you show up in love. Brené Brown says that love is not something we give or get. It's something that we nurture and grow. And if I'm going to add a little mindset spin on that, it's something that we nurture and grow with our own thoughts and the thoughts that we create and the beliefs we have about love. And that goes to our third truth, which love is an emotion. So what does love feel like for you if it is an emotion? I mean, if you go back to our definition of an emotion, it's sensations within your body. So if you're not driving or using a knife or outside walking, take a moment and close your eyes or soften your gaze and connect with the feeling of love in your body. Maybe think about a partner or a child or maybe an animal or a place and experience that you have loved in the past, that you have loving thoughts about, and bring that up. Notice where and how love feels in your body. What is your experience of the emotion of love? So whatever you're feeling right now, that's love for you that bodily, physical, emotional experience. So because love is a choice and it's an emotion and it's based on thoughts that you have, you can start to notice what thoughts you have throughout your day, throughout your life that create that feeling and what thoughts you have that take it away. And if you like this feeling of love in your body, you can start to intentionally choose thoughts that create more love in your body. If you start with loving yourself, which I think is a really amazing place to start, and there's lots of research around you can only love others as much as you love yourself, then start to notice what you say about yourself, how you think about yourself that gives you feelings of love or that diminishes that feeling. 
Most of us have a lot of things that we say to ourselves that do not create feelings of love. That's okay. It's totally normal. Nothing's gone wrong. Just start to notice them and maybe see if other beliefs are available to you. Okay. So myth number two is that self-love, loving yourself, will make you selfish or will lead to bad outcomes. Our society has some really messed up messaging about self-love. And it's primarily that if you love yourself, you'll become selfish and hedonistic and will have you know a life of self-involved gluttony. You won't think about anyone else. You won't do anything for anyone else. You'll just kind of have a picture of the Renaissance woman on the chaise lounge, like having grapes in her, like put in her mouth so she can eat them. We're also taught that loving yourself means that you'll be arrogant, that you'll be self-involved. The truth is that when you love yourself and you truly love and accept yourself for who you are, you'll spend a lot less time thinking about yourself. You won't think about what you did wrong, how you said that thing in third grade, how the pants just don't fit quite right, how your boss said that one thing to you and maybe it means they don't like you three years later, how so-and-so is judging you for this other thing. If you're in love with yourself, if you accept yourself and have feelings of love and you intentionally create those feelings of love, you're going to be free from thinking about yourself in such an intense way. And then your brain can do other things. And that leads us to truth number four, which self-love leads to freedom. You might be saying, I won't notice my faults and flaws if I love myself. How will I ever do anything or accomplish anything or be anything in life? And that leads us to myth number three, which a lack of love leads to growth and self-discipline. And I should say maybe a lack of self-love. It's the opposite. If you think of the willpower and resistance that you use to keep yourself on the straight and narrow, there's a lot of hatred there. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of judgment that you're trying to keep yourself doing the right thing. With love, you might find that your path is not the straight and narrow that you're thinking of right now, but there actually is a path there. And if you're using loving thoughts, if you're creating loving thoughts for yourself, you'll show up in a much different way because you're free and whatever you create will be filled with joy, acceptance, and flow. And you'll show up to things that really matter with you, that align with your values, that align with your priorities in life. You don't need to catalog your faults on the daily to make progress, I promise. And if you stop cataloging your thoughts, you'll actually think about yourself in a much more positive way. When you are cataloging all your thoughts, all you're doing is training your brain to see what's wrong with you and focus. And by focusing on what's wrong with you, you create more of it in your world. So you're training your brain to notice it and then your brain notices it even more and then you do it even more. And that leads us to truth number five, which is when you focus on love, it grows. Sort of like a gratitude practice, when you look at things you love about yourself and others, that feeling grows and multiply. Those beliefs grow and multiply so that you get to feel better more of the time, which is kind of amazing, right? This is a super life hack. If you start to focus on what you love and loving other people, you will feel more love in your life. And if you go back to that, you know, that little pause that we had where you connected with the feeling of love, that feeling in your body, it probably felt pretty good. Most people enjoy the feeling of love. And so if you focus on that, that feeling will grow in your life. You might be saying, if I feel love, I'll be obligated to people. Myth number four is that when you love someone, you have to act in a specific way. Love is for you. Love, which I guess is maybe another truth. (laughs) Love is something that you feel. And myth number five is feeling love towards someone means they can feel it, which is not true at all. They can't feel the love that you feel. That's just in your body. That's for you. They have their own thoughts and they create their own love or they create another feeling with the thoughts that you're having. 
So love isn't something you have to do. Going back to that myth number four, that you have to act in a specific way when you love someone. You can love someone and never talk to them. I have mentors that I have great love and respect for that I've only met once or twice. I almost never see them or interact with them, and I have love for them every single day. Loving a partner or a person doesn't mean that you need to go to Thanksgiving or you need to love the gift that they got you or that you need to give them money or support. You can just feel love for someone and never have contact with them. You can feel love for somebody and have contact with them all the time. You get to choose. So love is a choice that you make for you, not a list of things that you have to do for someone else. All right, let's finish up with myth number six. Feeling love means you'll never have to feel bad again. And this is truth number six, and that's love is a feeling just like all others and it ebbs and flows. Feeling love more of the time doesn't mean you get a free pass from the ups and downs of life. It means that you get to be in loving space more often, but it doesn't mean that you'll never feel bad again. You'll still have bad days. There'll still be grief in your life. There'll still be sadness. There'll still be frustration. You'll still probably feel shame every now and then, maybe less of the time, but you might still feel it. You might also feel less obligation, but you might still feel that too. That's okay. It's part of the human experience. And if you're listening to this, you're probably a human, unless you're an animal also listening and hate all the animal friends out there. Feeling love doesn't mean you're a better person. That's a bonus truth. It just means that you have a different emotional and bodily experience day to day. And you might choose that, that feeling of love, given how it feels in your body. You might like the feeling of love over the other feelings, and you might choose to cultivate feelings of love. If you want to start feeling more love, start by making a list of what you love about yourself. Make this list every day for a month, and you can make it about yourself or about your life. Maybe both of them would be a great way to start. And you can repeat the items day to day and see how you feel about yourself and about your life at the end of 30 days. Focus on things that you have in your life that you love, that you love about yourself, that you love about others around you. If you do this regularly, you will build the feeling of love. So I'm going to go through the truths again and the myths again. All right. Truth number one, love is a feeling. Truth number two, love is a choice. Truth number three, love is an emotion. Truth number five, when you focus on love, it grows. Truth number six, self-love leads to freedom. And then I think I actually mixed up the numbers there. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) they think I got four after five, but that's okay. Truth number six is that love is a feeling just like all the others and it ebbs and flows. Okay, now it's time for the myths. Myth number one, love is out of your control. Myth number two, self-love will make you selfish or lead to bad outcomes. Myth number three is lack of self-love leads to growth and discipline. Myth four, when you love someone, you have to act in a specific way. Myth number five, feeling love towards someone means they can feel it. Myth number six, feeling love means you'll never have to feel bad again. No matter how you feel about Valentine's Day, I hope that you get to experience a little bit of love for yourself. You're able to create a little bit of love in your life. And just a reminder, if you fast forwarded through the beginning, this is the last episode of Happiness Created, but it's not the end of podcasting for me. So give me a few months. I'm going to do a little bit of rebranding, a little bit of new episode creation, and I will see you again. So again, follow me on Instagram, come to my website and sign up for my email list. If you'd like to stay in touch, find out about new offerings and what's going on in my world, and I'll see you soon. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. 
My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K.com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.